1: It spins away baseline shot. Shea puts it in
0: and walks it off in OK. Giddy keeps it himself and takes it up as he glides with the finger roll.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast edition. I'm your host for tonight, Justin, as the Oklahoma City Thunder beat the Cleveland Cavaliers one twelve to 100. Before we dive in, I want to let you know that we are proudly part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. If you don't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. A fabulous game from Oklahoma City on both ends of the floor tonight against a Cleveland team that is... One of the best teams in the NBA, certainly one of the best defenses in the NBA, could not slow down Oklahoma City tonight. But probably more impressive than that was Oklahoma City's defense on Cleveland, a team that was without Donovan Mitchell tonight, but still has plenty of guys who can pour it in, especially in the front court, which honestly, coming into this game is what I expected to see. I expected to see Cleveland utilizing their front court of Evan Movely. Uh, Jared Allen, lots of big bodies that can do lots of things against a Thunder team that doesn't have a lot of big bodies. But yet, it was the role players. It was the team playing together. It was the defensive philosophy that won out. It was also probably the tired legs for the Cleveland Cavaliers that played a role late. But regardless, tonight, the Thunder notched their 24th win, which is significant because last season they won 24 games. In the entire season. This year, 24 and 25, a little bit ahead of schedule, especially if you look at the preseason win total predictions, which often flirted around 23. Oklahoma City is ahead of schedule. They are ahead of the curve. They're doing great things on the basketball court, which were all on display tonight. Before I go too much further, we got five big things to take away from tonight. One, Dortless defense. Two, HUSTLE, all caps, HUSTLE, three, All-Star Shay. four, J-Dub, and five, never say die. But before we break those down, a brief game summary. This game, complete opposite to start from the Atlanta game. Atlanta game was all buckets all day. This game, a little sluggish, a little slow, a slower pace, a controlled pace. Played a little bit to Cleveland's favor, like I mentioned. On the second night of a back to back, third game in four nights, they're tired. The slow pace definitely favored Cleveland. Oklahoma City outscores Cleveland 27 to 25 in the first quarter. Uh, Oklahoma City gets outscored pretty heavily in the second quarter, 29 to 20, which led to a um, math, math, five, seven point halftime deficit. I should have written this down, but I didn't. A small, manageable halftime deficit after a half in which Oklahoma City played pretty average. Cleveland did a lot of the things I expected in the first half, taking advantage of Oklahoma City's lack of size. They were disrupting things for Oklahoma City on the defensive end. Uh, There was a lot of tips, a lot of blocks, a lot of steals, a lot of just kind of disrupted plays for Cleveland in the early going. And Oklahoma City's offense looked pretty pedestrian. The defense was solid. Cleveland did not shoot well, especially from the outside. They were doing all their damage at the rim, basically. And that's kind of what you'd expect. The second half is where things changed. Uh, The Thunder were able to push the pace more. They were getting out in the open floor. They were being a little bit more aggressive, uh, especially Shea, which we will talk much more about. Shea was doing it all. Uh, Looked like his hair was on fire. And then you had just massive contributions from guys across the board. J Dub and Aaron Wiggins and Jalen uh Jay Will Williams and uh Baisley had some nice plays and then Kenny Hustle, which again we'll get to in a moment. All these guys just executing their role to perfection. And as the game wore on, obviously fatigue played a factor on Cleveland, but Shea took over, Giddy took over, J Dub took over. Aaron Wiggins made smart plays. Kenny Hustle's drawing charges, getting steals, making the dirty plays like he always does. And this Thunder team shut it down. My favorite play of the night comes from Shea starting to drive, getting doubled, because what are you going to do if you're Cleveland? You have to double this man. And the second the second guy comes over to double Shea, he nutmegs him right between the legs to a wide-open J-Dub for a corner 3 dagger. That felt like it was it. Game over. There's a couple minutes left that put the Thunder up double digits. So much fun. So much fun. Shout-out to the crowd tonight at Paycom Center as well. Really good crowd. Good energy. Looked pretty full. Uh, Some moments, like the one I just mentioned, got really loud. You could hear it on TV. You could feel the energy. Another one where Shea had that block and then he went and saved it from going out of bounds. Huge. You love to see it. Uh, I don't know if the Thunder are going to make the play in, but if they do, it's going to be a fun time if it happens in the Paycom Center. Uh, Probably start looking for your tickets now. All in all, a great game for Oklahoma City on both ends of the floor. You have a, a massive night from Shea. You have solid defense. You have contributions from all the role players. That's a recipe for success no matter who you're playing. And I get it. Donovan Mitchell didn't play. There's lots of excuses the Cavaliers can make. But at the end of the day, this Thunder team keeps beating teams that should probably beat them. Um, There's some upsetty spaghetti Cavs fans on Twitter.com tonight that probably haven't watched the Thunder all year and think they just lost to a bottom-feeding tank team. But I got news. That is not the case. This team is establishing themselves. Uh, Or declaring themselves, as Sam Presti likes to say. And it is beautiful to watch. So let's dive in. Five big takeaways. Number one, Dortless defense. I've mentioned the defense probably seven times on this podcast. And Lou Dort did not play. Lou Dort sat out tonight with an injury. Which brought Aaron Wiggins to the starting lineup. Which, by the way, we have to address. Aaron Wiggins in the starting lineup for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Undefeated. The team is 8-0 and oh when Aaron Wiggins starts. I don't know about you. Get your get your sportsbook app of choice ready. Next time Dagnald announces the starting lineup, bet on the Thunder. That is not betting advice. Don't sue me. But 8-0. 8-0 oh. oh with Aaron Wiggins in the starting lineup. He fills in tonight alongside Josh Giddy, Shea, and the Williams twins. Not really twins, but the two J Dubs and J Will partnership, um, which is always fun to hear them announced back to back in the starting lineup. But I digress. Tonight, Lou Dort not on the floor in Oklahoma City stifles a pretty um, stout offensive team in the Cleveland Cavaliers, especially like I mentioned in the front court. This team can score pretty easily on a lot of teams. And if there ever was a team they should be able to score on, it's the Thunder. I'm very impressed with the way the team worked together to overcome the lack of size in the front court to shut down the Cavs a little bit. The Cavaliers shoot 44.3% from the floor tonight, only 27.6% from behind the arc. Hello, tired legs. Oklahoma City out rebounds Cleveland. Aforementioned lack of size uh, makes that extra impressive. Oklahoma City gets 46 boards tonight to Cleveland's 37. Oklahoma City gets five steals, two blocks. Um, they get, let's see here, 50, okay, pretty even in points of the paint. But all in all, it was the team defense playing together, five guys pulling one direction that I think stood out to me. You had unreal individual uh, performances from Aaron Wiggins. You had some really nice moments from guys like Kenridge Hustle, uh, who drew the charge on uh, Mobley pretty late in the game. That was a big moment. I'm just so impressed continually with the defensive philosophy that Mark Dignall and the coaching staff has, has instilled in these guys and the level of discipline that I don't know that we've seen in a long time. Uh, We certainly didn't see that kind of like discipline and accountability with the Thunder teams of old. You see guys get sat for it all the time. Trey man's a great example. Baisley's a great example. If you're not playing the right way, If you're not doing the things that this coaching staff values, you will sit on the bench. And I think that's a huge credit to to a guy like Aaron Wiggins, who comes in tonight in Lou Dort's absence and just does the stuff you need to do. Aaron Wiggins tonight, he scores 10 points in uh, 31 minutes off four of six shooting. He gets seven boards, two assists, and two steals. Two of the five Thunder Steals, to Aaron Wiggins, he just makes plays. And he's going to continue to find opportunities on this team if you make plays like that. Oklahoma City went deep tonight. They played 11 guys. Um, Dagnall's not shy about that. But I think that that hits on the, the kind of all-in contributions from all the different role players. I think it's a, a very impressive Thunder victory. And I think it starts on the defensive end. And to do that without Lou Dort makes it all the more impressive. Second up, second big takeaway hustle. Kenny, hustle. You look at the stat line, doesn't blow you away. But we all know that's not how you evaluate a Kenny Hustle game. But I'm going to read you the stats anyway. In 20 minutes tonight, Kenny Hustle, seven points, three of five shooting, one of two from behind the arc, seven boards, one assist, and one block. But more importantly, when he came into the game, it changed. He, he literally was the spark that changed this game. The energy, the dirty plays that he lays himself out for, much like Nick Collison of old, it's just so impressive. Uh, really, the turning point in this game, Oklahoma City ties the game at 81 um, early in the fourth quarter, and it was a Kenny Hustle assist to Isaiah Joe for three. And it's those types of plays, setting guys up, doing the dirty work on defense, diving for loose balls, making the scrappy plays, drawing charges on Evan Mobley that win you basketball games. And Kenny Hustle, it was a masterclass tonight. I loved that the broadcast gave him player of the game tonight because he played his ass off and he deserved it. That point that I just mentioned, tied at 81 with 940 left. From that point, Oklahoma City just blew it open. Uh, It goes from being tied at 81 all to very quickly, Oklahoma City up 99 to 86 when Kenny hits a 27 foot three point jumper to really, uh, I think, twist the knife. So you're seeing it on the book of that big run in the fourth quarter that really secured this thing for the Thunder. You have a Kenny Hustle assist and you have a Kenny Hustle three and everything in between had Kenny Hustle's fingerprints all over it as well. It's just such a fun story as a fan to watch Kenny play basketball. He came out and said, I'd love to retire here. And honestly, at the time, it's like, that's nice, (laughs) but I don't know because he was the guy that always got talked about in in trade scenarios. He was the most tradable Thunder asset. He's probably still one of the most tradable Thunder assets. Uh, Who was it? Shams the other day was saying that There's lots of people that would trade for Kenny. They would trade a first for Kenny. Kenny's not getting traded, is what that says to me. And a game like tonight really pays it off. Sam Presti has a role carved out for Kenny Hustle. I should say Kenny Hustle carved out a role for himself is probably more accurate. But to see a guy who's bought in, who wants to be this glue guy in Oklahoma City, says he wants to retire here and get a performance like tonight, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. The only way it's going to be sweeter is when it happens in a playoff series to secure a series win or something like that. It's awesome. I'm super psyched to continue to watch Kenny Hustle. If he ever does get traded, it would be a very sad day in Oklahoma City. But he's just so much fun to watch. He's so much fun to root for. He got fired up. Uh, I think it was after that three. I think Cleveland called a timeout, and he ran back over to the sideline. He was super jacked. The team was psyched for him. It's just it's so much fun to root for, and this team – is just so much fun to watch. And I think there, there's already comments in the chat about it. Uh, just, just a blast. Just a blast to watch. And Kenny Hustle, he's, he's the heart of it.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data
1: If Kenny hustles the heart, Shea Gilgis-Alexander might be the soul. Tonight, all-star Shea. 35 points off 12 of 21 shooting. 10 of 11 from the free throw stripe. All of those came in the first half. Five boards, eight assists, two steals, and one block. Unstoppable. That's the only word to describe it. I mean, Cleveland tried everything. They tried switching up who was guarding him. They tried doubles, as everybody does. The man has too many tools in his toolkit to be stopped at this point. The jump that Shea has made this year continues to impress me every single game. I'm so excited to see him get officially named to the All-Star team next week because he he deserves it. And it's super cool to see the league recognize that, seeing him you know, being toe-to-toe with Ja Morant. Uh, in the all-star voting so far is, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's a a faster, further leap than I expected to see at this point. But it's undeniable. I mean, you watch him play, it's just a blast. He's so smooth, so in control, so surgical. That nutmeg assist that I mentioned earlier to J-Dub, like that kind of stuff, there's very, very few people in the NBA that can do that. They can do that confidently and in an important part of the game. It's not like he's doing that in the All Star Game. Like that was a a middle of the game important series in a competitive uh, fourth quarter that he pulls off a move like that, and he does it all the time. The floater is lethal. So if you think you have his drive stopped, he'll float. He can spin and do a fadeaway. He has his step back. It's just filthy. It's filthy, and i love to see him get the recognition that he is getting at this point. Um, We may have a little little something-something in the works, uh, merchandise-related when it comes to Shea heading to the All-Star Game, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Obviously not going to jinx anything and release it before it's officially announced, but whenever it is, it'll be ready, so keep your eyes peeled for that. But this team, the ceiling is so high with Shea at its core. So high. And I think it's just, it's incredible to look at where he's at now compared to when the Thunder traded for him and the ceilings and the discussions about where he might be. We had a lot of conversations on this podcast about like, is he a Donovan Mitchell type player? And so it's kind of fun against the Cavs. I know no Donnie Mitchell tonight, but it was nice to see Shea really lock in and take this thing over because when he plays aggressive, it's unstoppable. And that's what we saw tonight. He was on a mission. He was driving to the basket. He was making things happen, and nobody could stand in his way. And there's not many teams that can, that can boast any kind of solution to the Shea Gilgis-Alexander problem. And if they do, there's enough weapons, which is crazy to say, there's enough weapons on the rest of this roster to make you pay for it. And when you get Chet Holmgren, that only, that only gets so much worse for opposing defenses. All, all good things to say about Shea. Um, he's a blast to watch. It's always fun too on a night like tonight. I follow a bunch of Cavs writers and to see them get to like, kind of sit back and enjoy Shay a little bit. It's fun. It's fun to see the league take notice of Shay. Another player. That's fun to watch the league. Take notice. J dub. My fourth big takeaway tonight. Jalen Williams. I'm out of things to say about him. How is this guy a rookie? He's, he doesn't play like a rookie. He plays so smart and so aggressive and just beyond his years. He's so much fun to watch tonight. If you missed it, if you see nothing else from this game, go look up his dunk. He sent um, Dean Wade, uh, as Jacob said, he sent Dean Wade to the shadow realm. My guy got up and came down fast. His 50th dunk on the season. Which, if you're curious, is tied for most of any guard in the NBA this season. A rookie! Get my guy in the dunk contest. I mean, seriously. He's, he's one of the most exciting dunkers the Thunder have had in some time. He's a blast. His aggressiveness is off the charts. His basketball IQ is off the charts. His skills to really, again, like, like so many guys on this team, they're they're kind of like a Swiss Army now. If they can do it all. We got Meek Leak in the chat. I'm rationally high on J-Dub, and you can't stop me. Same. Same. j Dub stat line tonight. In uh, 33 minutes, he gets 17 points off 7 of 12 shooting, 3 of 3 from behind the arc, with three boards. You also had the other Jalen Williams, who went 2 of 2 from behind the arc. So if you're keeping score at home, the two Jalen Williamses, five of five from behind the arc tonight. Not too shabby, not too shabby, but J-Dub, the J-Dub Jalen Williams, which we also got a Williams, Williams and Williams lineup tonight, which is my favorite. Anytime that happens uh, when they get Kenny out there as well, I'd really, you know, if we're going to make a trade at the deadline, I would like Sam Presti to consider two more Williamses, so we can have a, a five man Williams lineup. Just for the memes. Consider it. Just think about it. But J-Dub, I think, you know, we were talking in the uncontested slack during the game a little bit. If J-Dub becomes like a reliable shooter, it's game over. Like what, again, how do you stop him? His driving to the basket is so good. His cutting, his finishing at the rim is incredible. His shot is hit or miss tonight. Really good. Like I said, three of three from behind the arc. If he can do that on a consistent basis, it's going to make him lethal. And then his his defensive prowess, that that wingspan, which is ungodly, uh, he can put it to work on the defensive end. And that's that's what we saw tonight. It was J-Dub getting it done on both ends of the floor, playing like a guy who is not a rookie. And that's what we come to expect. Um, shameless plug. If you haven't seen the shirt that Nane did for us, Go check it out. Uncontested on Cotton Bureau. J-Dub's bag. My favorite shirt we've ever done because is the goat. Uh, I love her. Her artwork's incredible. So go check that out. But I, I'm just like in awe every time I get to watch him play. I think the the highlights are going to continue to come. I think the national recognition is going to continue to come. I think All-Star Weekend is going to be big, not only because Shay's going to be an All-Star, but I think J-Dub's going to get a lot of national eyeballs in what I would assume would be his participation in the Rising Stars game. I selfishly would love to see him in like the Skills Challenge or something like that because I think that uh, I think he he just does it all, and I'd love to see that put to put to test, uh, put to the test. Uh, question in the chat about J Dub from from our guy Meek Leak. Do you think J Dub has sewn up a long term starter spot? Yes. Yes, I do. This is something we've debated. Uh, me and the, the guys have debated in our uncontested chat for months now is like, what is J Dub's role moving forward? Honestly, I think I know a few of us feel this way, if not all of us. I think long term, he's playing Lou Dort's role in the starting lineup. I could see Shay, Giddy, J Dub, Chet fill in the blank as the pretty regular starting lineup next season. Um, If not next season, then in the next couple seasons, I would expect to see that. I think his defense has the potential to be good enough to warrant that alongside what he brings on the offensive end of the floor. Is he going to lock guys up like Lou Dort? No, I don't think so. Lou Dort is in a class of his own on this team, but it's all the other things J-Dub does that Lou Dort doesn't that I think makes him very enticing as a starter. And it's just fun to see a guy with that much headway in front of him for a rookie, once again. Um, The other rookie tonight, Usman Jang. Little bit of burn for Jang. Ten minutes tonight. A bunch of offers on the stats. I think he had a rebound and an assist. A quiet night from him. Um, Much more long-term development ahead for Us. But I just think it's an interesting comparison. Again, they're two different guys with two different paths ahead of them with two very different backgrounds and two very different ages. But they were picked right next to each other in the draft, and it's hard not to compare them. Um, And I think that's what makes J-Dub stand out all the more. He is on the older side of rookies that the Thunder have had. They've had a lot of just like tiny little babies that they've drafted in the past few years. And J-Dub's a little bit older, so maybe that's why it's so striking to see him come in and feel a little bit more polished. But it's impossible not to be high on J-Dub's future. Last and final big takeaway for tonight, never say die. Much like the Goonies, the Thunder never say die. Tonight, per the Thunder, was the 12th double-digit comeback of the season for Oklahoma City, which is tied for most in the NBA, they opened that fourth quarter on a 21 to eight run doing so with Shea Gil, just Alexander on the bench. That's awesome. This team just fights. It's kind of been the theme of this podcast. It was the theme of the game, but it's really been the theme of the season. The thunder do not quit. They never say die. All the role players know exactly what to do. They know how to contribute. They make winning basketball plays. I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a shirt design working in the background right now that is a Goonies-themed T-shirt because this team doesn't quit. And I think that's what makes them so compelling. That's what's made them so much fun. That's what made them decent to watch in all the tanking seasons. But now what you're seeing is a team that knows what to do. In tight situations, they know what to do when they get behind the eight ball. They can take a punch and punch back. And I feel like I've said this on every game that I've covered because they just keep coming back. 12 comebacks this season for the youngest team in the NBA is ridiculous. And whether they win or not, like that's the other thing. Those 12 comebacks, those are games where they've gotten down and won. There's been a bunch of other games where they get down, fight back, and lose. Regardless of the end result, that experience is so valuable for this team. So valuable. All these young guys are getting put in those situations that are going to help them down the road when they're in a playoff series, when they're in game seven against the Memphis Grizzlies in the Western Conference Finals three years from now. This experience is going to help. These types of games are going to help. These guys are going to know what to do in those situations. And I think we've seen the seeds of that already. We've seen the glimpses. We saw it against Philly. We saw it against Boston. This team goes up against some of the best teams in the NBA, and they don't look flustered. They look cool and composed. I think it trickles from Mark Dagnall down, Uh, but you have to credit the players. They're bringing it every night, and they don't get rattled. And it's setting up for a very, very bright future for this Thunder team. Uh, The Thunder train is leaving the station. The bandwagon is getting full. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Time to hop on board. There's so much more fun Thunder basketball ahead. And uh, we're getting to sit back and enjoy it all. The All-Star break is coming up, and I would be lying if I said I thought the Thunder would be sitting at 24 and 25 uh, weeks away from the All-Star break. Just ridiculous. They're going to get tested. Uh, They've been tested a lot, but they're going to continue to be tested. Two games against Golden State coming up in the next week which will always be a test. Uh, Golden State's been up and down, but we know it's going to be a test with Golden State. Sandwiched in between the Little Warriors uh, bookends is two games against Houston. Different kind of test. (laughs) Culture test. Uh, Game at Houston next Wednesday and then at home uh, the following Saturday. It's fun to play Houston, mostly to... uh, engage the rockets fan base disingenuously on twitter so i'm gonna enjoy that but it's just such a clash of cultures such a clash of cultures i've got the schedule i'm sorry i'm laughing i've got the schedule pulled up right now on espn.com and they have that like little ad that's like tickets from blah 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 tickets uh against the warriors in oklahoma city starting at 27 dollars. tickets in houston starting at four dollars folks If you want a road trip to Houston, you can see the Thunder play basketball for four bucks. They're having a good time in Houston um, or something. So some, some interesting games, some interesting matchups, some opportunities to continue uh, to build on the momentum that the Thunder have a man points out. They stomped us last time. We owe them a whooping. That is absolutely correct. Um, The Rockets have been V bad, but they did beat the crap out of the Thunder. The last time they were in Houston, So we owe them. That is correct. Be sure to subscribe. Check us out wherever you get your podcast. Sub on YouTube. We've got post-game shows just like this one after every single Thunder game. And more importantly, come back Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central. We're going to be with you breaking down this whole week in Thunder basketball where Oklahoma City goes two wins, one loss wins, big wins against Denver and Cleveland and that loss on Wednesday night against Atlanta. Lots to talk about. This team is fun. The talking about it is fun. We hope you continue to stick around. We thank you so much for your support. The downloads, the streams, the comments have been awesome lately. Amazing what winning can do. Uh, We appreciate all of y'all for coming on this ride with us. And we're just getting started. We got half a season to go, so make sure you're there for it all. I'm Justin. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, and as always, Thunder Up.